Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Orange Nation. Tears for Fears Day. This one, Pale Shelter. This was their first big hit, Steve. And you wouldn't know this one. All right, I'm 0 for 2. All right, let's go to our guest line, bring on our first guest today. If you happen to be watching us on QSportsTalk.com, you see SU's Director of Athletics. Pleased to be joined right now by John Wildhack. John, always great to have you on. How are you today? John, can you hear us okay? I can, Steve. Okay, excellent. Sorry excellent. if you had to hear me yelling during the break. <laughs> Paulie's been venting Paulie, since I, I, I since not, I walked Paulie, in the office. I, I did not hear you yelling during the break. Okay, Paulie. good, good. <laughs> Are you happy about Manny Machado? <laughs> oh, very much so. Yes, that's a good thing. But you're not too excited, right? No, you're you not, can't get your hopes no, too high as a Padres get, fan. Not getting no. your hopes up as a Padres fan. All right, John. Big week here uh, with the Jersey retirement of Jerry McNamara and Hakeem Warwick. We know that uh, you know the the whole team, or at least most of the team, uh, is coming back on Friday night for this watch party. I guess let's start right there and where this idea came from and and how it all came together. That you know to celebrate the 20th anniversary of winning the championship, you're going to have the team back on campus, and what a cool event for the fans. Yeah, it's great, Stephen. This is uh, we started talking about this months ago with um, you know, with the basketball staff, with Coach Beheim, our marketing staff, um, and we want to do something obviously to honor the 20th anniversary of the national championship. Um, we decided, you know, let's wrap it around the Wake Forest weekend. Um, retiring Hakeem and Jerry's jerseys, I think, is fitting to commemorate the 20th anniversary, what they meant to that team, what they meant to their program, obviously. Uh, Friday night, we said, you know, let's do let's do a watch party. And uh, it's going to be at the National Veterans Resource in the Dan and Gail Daniello building in the Tan Auditorium, which is a great facility. Um, Carmelo's going to be there, Hakeem, uh, others will be back. And it's going to be a six to seven reception. Then we're going to watch the game, right? So we edit out all the commercials and all that stuff. And we're just going to have the coaches and the players on stage just kind of rifting and reacting as they watch the game. And I just think it's going to be really neat for for fans to relive, which obviously is an experience which is unforgettable. Um, we still have tickets available uh, at qs.community.syr.edu. And we just think the entire we're going to honor the team at halftime as well um, of the game. And then obviously uh, what we do with Akeem and Jerry postgame. So it's a great weekend. It's a big weekend. I think it's important that we commemorate a milestone anniversary like this. It's awesome um, to have members of that team come back and to, uh, and to share their memories and to share that special moment. You know, John, you said it made sense to do it uh, around uh, the, the Jersey retirement since Jerry and, and Hakeem meant so much to this program. Uh, what, what have they meant? I mean, Jerry, it's obvious he's, he's been here, uh, you know, but, but that achievement and, and what those two guys meant to Syracuse basketball, and I guess still mean to Syracuse basketball 20 years later, can you kind of put that into words for us? Well, I think, I think Jerry, I think a lot of people define Jerry as like the ultimate competitor, right? Um, just, I mean, he played his heart out every single minute, every single night from his freshman year through his senior year. I don't think any of us will forget the run in the Big East tournament his senior year. You know, Hakeem came in as, as, you know, more of an unheralded player and left here a first-team All-American and a first-round draft choice in the NBA. Um, maybe the best dunker who's ever played at Syracuse. Um, 
and also one of the great shot blockers of all time and obviously had you know the block of the block of ages in the championship game so i think both those guys um mean, mean a great deal and and they were great great players um they've been really you know jerry's obviously a huge part of our program um has done a great job you know coaching uh our guards Hakeem has had, you know, had a very good NBA career uh, now in the G League uh, as an assistant. So it's great to see both those guys um, have professional success after their collegiate success. And we also can't lose sight of the fact that it's senior day inside the Dome on Saturday, right? I mean, uh, you know, Joe and Jesse both have a year of eligibility left. Samir, for that matter, has a year of eligibility left. We don't know what the future holds for any of those guys, but uh, it is a chance for for fans to, you know, salute, uh, you know, Joe and Jesse in particular, who have, uh, you know, put in uh, four years of hard work here at the university. What what have those two guys meant to, to Syracuse basketball? Well, again, I think Joe Joe is um, another guy who is has given his all to uh, to our program to our university. Um, Jesse, to just see the growth that he's made um, since he came on campus and see what he's developed into, you know, one of the better setters in the country. And we're going to honor Samir and jo- and John Bowl as well. Um, John Bowl is 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 I think undoubtedly has the best sense of humor on the team. Um, Samir is just you know local. Uh, product, great student, great individual. So all four of those guys, they deserve to be saluted uh, by our by our fans. All right, John. Obviously, this year and, and last year didn't go the the way that anybody wanted it to. And I, I know there's still some basketball left to be played. But as it stands right now, this team's not going to the NCAA tournament. And you know, a lot of fans, you know, call our show and and they're they're disappointed. They're they're upset. What what would be your message to those fans about? the state of the program where, where do you think the state of the program is right now yeah i think yeah we're all disappointed you know that we don't have more wins and and we share that with our fans the past couple of years have been uh, have been a struggle in that sense um i still think when you look at how young this team is you see how some of our guys have developed you see the growth of judah mints um over the course of this year you know, I'm still optimistic about our program at the same time as, you know, there's work to be done. You can use the offseason. You can use the transfer portal to to make changes quickly to your roster. We've seen that in the ACC with what Pitt and other teams have done. So I think the entire sport is really in a in a in a uh, in a transition, a phase of transition, Steve. And I think, you know, every school is going to have to it's have to adopt and adapt. It's a new world. Um, it's a new environment, and um, we've got to be competitive and in, in be in that environment, and we will. We'll, we will commit the resources to have this program to where we all want it to be. You know, you just use the word transition, and that's something we hear a lot on this show about the the transition from you know Jim Beheim to whoever is next. And you know, Jim Beheim's been coaching here for such a long time; he's created such a high standard here. We know he can't coach forever, though. Um, so, one one thing that that fans seem to be voicing their displeasure about is the the lack of a plan at least a public plan so i guess my question to you john is you know is there a plan in place for you know transition from one coaching staff to the next and and if there is has you know i'm I'm sure there's been thought given about making that public is is that something that that will be made public at, at, at some point to let people know all right this is coming down the road yeah i think at some point at some point it will it's something i've given a lot of thought to and um, I think any athletic director doesn't matter the sport, Steve. You've always got you know kind of a list of 
a working list of, of, of potential coaches. Um, at the same time, I mean, you know, what Coach Bam, as you said, what he's done here is, is unprecedented. Um, and any conversations that we talk, but those conversations, um, you know, those are confidential as they are with any of our staff members. So, you know, in, in due time, you know, there, there, we will, we will, uh, you know, talk about the future, but our focus right now is we've got to finish these two regular season games, play in the ACC tournament and really turn our attention towards the 20, 2023 and 2024 season and, and put our f- full, uh, full effort into that. How do you evaluate the basketball program at the end of the season, John? You know, what is your expectations for this basketball program? Well, I think, Paulie, I think, you know, the, the goal for any of our programs, right, and, and I've said this in regards to football and other sports, the goal of any of our programs is to, is to, to make the postseason, right? If you make the postseason, it doesn't matter the sport. If you're in the NCAA tournament, okay, you've had a good year, a really good year, and now you've got a chance to turn a really good year into do a special year. And when you don't, obviously it's disappointing, regardless of the program. Do you have a feel for whether or not Jim Beheim will be the coach here next year? You know, I'm focused, Steve, again, I, I'm, I'm focused on this year and finishing this year. And then you know, we'll sit down, as, as Coach and I do at the end of every year, and we'll talk, we'll talk about the future. You know, you mentioned Joe and Jesse and their senior days coming up. Is the door open for these guys to come back? Are they welcome to come back to Syracuse University next year? You know, that's, Paul, a good question. Ultimately, that's up to the staff, right? And, and I'm not going to make personnel decisions for any of our teams. That's not, my, that's not my role. So, you know, that would be up to the coaching staff. And also, you know, depending on what Jesse and, and Joe want to do themselves. Uh, we would be remiss if we didn't ask you about the women's team that you know is dealing with a new coaching staff this year, Felicia Leggett Jack, and whole new staff, and, and pretty much a, a brand new roster. And this team's uh, you know flipped its record from a year ago, eleven and eighteen to eighteen and eleven, and, and right now looks like it's on the right side of the NCAA tournament bubble. Just your thoughts on on Felicia and the job she's done, and, and this team that has uh, turned things around awfully quickly. I think she and her staff, they've done a, a really, really good job. I think the foundation and the culture for the program is is built and built to have success. And I think we've gotten better as the years progressed. DeAsia Fair has proven she's one of the best players, not only in the ACC, but I think the country as well. Um, if we can win, if we can beat NC State, that'll be a tough game. But if we could win Thursday, I think that squarely puts us on, on the right side of the bubble. But it would be a tremendous accomplishment to make uh, the NCAA tournament our first year. John, I got one more question for you. Florida just passed legislation to make NIL a public thing, you know, for, for schools. How can other schools compete with that? Do we need laws like that in New York? And, you know, maybe you can give people a little uh, idea how they can help with the NIL. Yeah, Paul, it's a good it's a good question is is and it's why I think in so many of my colleagues have said what we would we would want national regulation and legislation. So it governs all of us, regardless of what state our university resides in. Um, You know, what we've done is we've got uh, the 315 Foundation. Um, which is working primarily with men's basketball and women's basketball. It's set up as a 501c3. Uh, you can go to 315foundation.org. Um, and the donor, and you know, any contribution is, is impactful, but the donor can direct the dollars to, to the sport. 
into the individual athlete um, that they want. And then in return, that athlete performs, you know, documented community and charitable service um, that the donor you know, receives confirmation of. So what we're doing, it's, it's similar to, um, you know, a lot of programs around the country. And um, I think, again, the NIL world, we've got to be strategic. We need to be flexible and we need an NIL program that's going to be sustainable as well, too, because it's interesting to see what you're reading, some of the articles around some of the collectives around the country. Um, So we're in the early, early stages of this, and I think it's going to continue to be very, very fluid, Paulie. That's uh, certainly a brand new world. Uh, last one from me, John. Uh, we got the news yesterday about Garrett Schrader missing all of spring practice, uh, arm injury that required a, a surgical procedure to be done. Sitting out in practice, uh, you know, from the release that we got, he's rehabbing. It said he would be ready to go in time for the the twenty twenty three season. Can you update us at all on on that injury? Is it is it something that he should be fully recovered from in time for the season? From what you understand. Yeah, what, what I've been told is the surgery went really well. Um, he should be ready to go for the season. He will miss spring practice. You know, that'll give Justin Lampson and Carlos, you know, more reps to solidify that backup position. But uh, I saw Garrett yesterday, saw him today around the academic center. He feels good. And um, now he's just got to, you know, he's got to get better, let it heal, then uh, get back to where he can be 100%, be ready for uh for the fall camp. All right, that's uh, that's certainly very good news. And, and John, as we let you go, just a reminder, uh, that website where people can go to, to purchase tickets for Friday night's event? Yeah, qs.community.syr.edu. So, again, I think it'll be a special night and a special weekend for all our fans. All right, John, we appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for coming on. Big week ahead. Uh, we will uh, we'll see you down there on Friday. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. All right, John Wildhack, SU's Director of Athletics. And with that, we'll hit a timeout. Alan Griffin, SU Assistant Coach, joins us on the other side. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.